0: You're listening to Season 2 of the Real Women Shine podcast, sponsored by Beach Candy Swimwear, a brand for women, by women, since 2011. I am your host, Britt, founder, pattern maker, and designer at Beach Candy Swimwear, as seen on E! News, The Real Housewives of Orange County, Good Day LA, and also named Editor's Pick in Sports Illustrated. This year, we are celebrating a decade in business and over 10 years of empowering conversations with women worldwide. At Beach Candy Swimwear, we believe real, everyday women truly do shine the brightest. Join us as we dive deep into the extraordinary, and welcome to the Real Women Shine podcast sponsored by Beach Candy Swimwear. Hey, Ursula, how's it going?
1: Hi, it's going well. Just, you know, regular uh, summer morning here at the house. (laughs) Yes, running all around. (laughs) Yes, like a chicken with my head cut off, as my mom would say. (laughs) (laughs) We're starting to gear up for the new school year and still can't believe that the old ones passed. So I think we're just, you know, in that limbo mode right now.
0: I'm so proud to have you on the podcast today, but our listeners, I'd love for them to get to know you a little bit. So tell us a little bit about... Your background?
1: At the moment, I um, am the first time in 30 years, don't have a big career position, but I'm taking the mom seat for a little bit. I'm 50. I have a 15 year old daughter. I spent 30 years in the fashion industry and I held all kinds of titles from a designer and owner of my own label to a creative director that oversaw seven labels to a CEO of a major online label. So I've kind of been around the block in all different aspects of of fashion. I grew up in LA, I went to USC, went to USC um, grad school for business and started off in finance and then ended up in the fashion world for 30 years. So that's kind of the, the gist of my life right now. I'm reinventing at 50, been a doer my whole life and sitting still is really funky I'm a solutions person so I'm trying to have a solutions for like my next move and I don't know what it is so, yes <laughs> you know it'll be something so oh, good yes. days and bad days so you know um but actually on the, for the most part I think I've taken the last year to really refine myself so sometimes that's really a beautiful moment and sometimes it's a really like oh god moment <laughs> you know so i know i've enjoyed your instagram posts sometimes
0: uh you're you're uh sharing the you know greatest day you've had ever and others you really you share what's in your heart and it's it's beautiful it's so awesome how honest and deep you go
1: and it's funny because i'm all about like transparency and authenticity because growing up and i think growing up here in southern california and like you know being kind of in the circle of everything since you're, since you're born. I mean, you're around entertainment world, athletes, you're around, you know, everybody here has something. And so you, I'm I'm a child of two immigrants. My father's from Italy and my mom's from Brazil. And they were so, I mean, they really remained European while I grew up and all I wanted to do was fit in. Mm -hmm. So I think you don't really understand the beauty of your true story until you're an adult, you know? So I spent a majority of my youth trying to fit in and not owning my own beauty thinking my own beauty was a weakness as an adult and as the kind of person that I am I'm I'm a pretty hard worker and I'm like if I ask someone to do it I I have to believe that I would do it too so I'm a pretty like hands-on you know I'll either be the the garbage woman or or the CEO in the same day Um, yes and so I think that type of for me, um, not being authentic had always been a struggle, but I don't know, you know, always wanting to fit in didn't really match with on- authenticity. So it wasn't until I think my older, wiser years and really kind of done starting to understand like you're, you're you know, you're yourself. Um, then you start to realize, oh God, that your true story is so much more beautiful than the one you try to make up. Yeah, you oh, know, I love that. I've spent the last, since probably around 2013 or 14 trying to identify and understand things differently than I did before. I was, I've always been like type A, super structured, work hard, you get your answer. And obviously that didn't work so well for me. I was really like stressed (laughs) most of the time. So I kind of had to get to a place where I'm like, well, that's not working. So I um, really learned about energy and things I already kind of was fighting off, pretty empathic. whole life and now I have a daughter that's 50 times more empathic than I am we are very similar and very different and like I've told you in the past you know raising her has healed a lot of broken parts of me which I never really expected you know I I didn't know what to expect as a mom it wasn't really something I was like oh my I'm gonna have this big wedding and have you know babies and I was like oh god for, e- for each side of that you know like yes oh. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> I was like okay let's try this you know and, and it's been like the most beautiful heart-wrenching learning moments of my life so I think you know learning a little bit more about that as an adult kind of opened me up you know but I think you know allowing and trusting the universe sometimes is like one of the most beautiful experiences you can have, because if you're a super type A like I am, you can do all the work and you just keep hitting a wall because if it's not supposed to happen, it's not going to happen, you yes. know? So it's been an interesting ride. I think the last 10 years, especially the last two years, I've been really seeing the growth and, and, but it's never ending, I think, of you course. know, so I don't know. I mean, that's, that's kind of me in a nutshell. that's your answer. I love it. I (laughs) love
0: there's no nutshell around you. That's for sure. I'm so excited to see what you do with this unknown. I think a lot of women would get so much hearing from you on how you view yourself and confidence and how you carry yourself because uh, no one would know some of the things that you've told me about.
1: So I have dyslexia and I have uh, processing issues. I grew up with amazing parents, but it was like, Oh, Ursula, don't screw around and get straight A's. You know, I was, I was in cheer all the way to college. And my mom's like, <laughs> no more, no more jumping jacks. Let's take it serious. You know? <laughs> so, oh, no, no, you're fine. Go start, study more, you know, it's like an how, yes. you know. <laughs> and um, so I'm kind of street, you know, I, I did what I need to do to get through things. And that's my personality. Like when there is, when there is like a dilemma, I, I solve it. And some of them are really logical ways and some of them are really like street ways, you know? And so I've struggled with self-worth, you know, and I didn't even really have a a label for it. It was just that I always felt like, oh, anytime I got a big job, oh, someone's going to realize I I don't deserve this, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to work harder. Or if I, you know, didn't fit this mold, oh, well, uh, someone's going to figure it out, you know? And a lot of that comes from not having, the confidence, you know, and not having the tools to deal with some of my challenges, you know, growing up with with dyslexia and also just, com- you know, confidence as a human being, you know, and Absolutely. so you, you think of when, you, you know, I think in my, my mindset was like, oh, you think of a woman who's not confident and she must be that, that girl who needs a lot of, you know, male attention and sleeps around and does all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's just not me. You know, I don't need it. Right. Uh, so I'm not, I'm confident, but then you start breaking it down. It's like when somebody, set, you know, puts you in a position that you're not comfortable in, you know, that you can say no and you can say it gracefully, you know, and you can say it without regret. And that's something that's really challenged me for my probably whole life existence. It's probably my biggest tool I'm trying to work on or I have been working on, you know, consistently for the last few years. And, and not in like, Oh, I, I'm, you know, this meek person, because I'm not, I'm not, you know, I actually was raised that vulnerability is weak, which is also wrong, you know, so right, all right. these, all these tools. So it's, I'm either like, this. Oh, Ursula, you're so strong, you should, you know, go be a movie agent, because you could be a total bitch. And you'll, like, rule everybody. And I'm like, that's not what I want, either, <laughs> you know, just because I can be assertive. Right. You know, and, most, and most of the time, it's assertive for other people. It's not for myself. Right. You know, um, And so those are all the tools, I think, being a mom of a daughter that I really started to work on because I did not, I wanted to break the cycle. I wanted to give my daughter, you know, this powerful confidence without ego, but with, you know, steadfast, I know what my worth is. And even though she's this really shy, kind of more introverted than I am girl, she has this ridiculous confidence. She does not have a problem saying no and worry about fit being cool or not where I did. You know, I was like, Oh no, 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 I'm okay, you know, whatever, I'll do it, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm... and and not in a desperate way. Like that's the thing is if you don't really deep you know, dive deep into this this notion, you don't really think about it, you know. But most girls, even from other girls or wanting to fit in or wanting to like not be misread, you know, most people are just like, okay, I'll just do it. Well, no, you know? So I, I, I want, I wanted to give that to my daughter, you know?
0: Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. That's, that's what you need to navigate the world these
1: days. You definitely need to have a voice. That's been my biggest, my biggest mission is to find that, that confidence. And I think it, it derived, you know, being, working in fashion for 30 years, Also too, like, I think people, when they think of like, oh, you're in fashion, that it's all about, you know, the glitz and the glory. And for me, a lot of it is being able to give a woman something that she feels good in, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I think to me, you know, dressing is a way of expression Mm -hmm. and not in that, oh, that, you know, over-the-top show-off way, but I use it a lot of times, like, either as, like, a mood raiser. so if I I wake up and I feel like I need to feel stronger, I put on something that's demanding or strong, you know, what, to me, that would be a suit or, you know, something that is, like, black and sleek, you know, or if I want to feel feminine, I challenge myself and put something pretty on, you know, or those are like or even colors or or textures of fabric or it just it's such an emotion to me yeah and so I think part of that has always been like when I when you you mentioned my Instagram it, it was such a surprise because I kind of just started it for fun and then it just grew and I haven't put as much um, attention into it lately because I think mostly was during the pandemic I couldn't feel the energy to be inspired Mm -hmm. to, you know, even some, I didn't even like know how to get dressed. I'm sure most people (laughs) didn't, but for me, everything is so attached to emotion and feeling that it just, I couldn't, it was like, I, it was like a blank canvas. So, um, I think like for me, that's what fashion's about. That's what creating a look or creating a, a garment or even when I'm, you know, looking for myself, it's about, the feeling I want to exude exude, not about really fitting in.
0: Right. Right. I love that. And I mean, just from your, um, you know, on paper, how your resume, like you, you've done so many amazing things, but the fact that you share these vulnerabilities and go a little bit deeper on all of this, I think it's such an inspiration to women because I think some women see others and go, Oh, they can do that because they have confidence. They, ha- they have all their shit together. They've got all their ducks in a row and they feel no pain. And um, it's just nice to, to hear that you've accomplished all this in spite of having what we all have.
1: Well, and also the fact that like, so I have a lot of friends who, you know, I think uh, it's happened at, at, with most of us that our generation really went on the work path, right? And so I have a lot of friends who uh, ultimately never either got married or had children. And sometimes they're they're you know, Oh, I wish I had this. And I'm, I always try to give both sides of the coin because on, through Instagram, for example, everything can look like, so just, you know, beautifully painted, you know, right. <laughs> and, <Of course. laughs> and, and I always try to tell the story, you know, the first, I don't know, almost nine years of, of Bianca's life. I had an office in Montreal, New York, and I was on a plane and I'm FaceTiming and I never missed one doctor's appointment. I never, you know, missed, there was moments where she was sick. I'd call my best friend. She would take her, put her in a bathtub and, you know, I'd get home as fast as I could. And, you know, there, i have one where I was meeting with Nordstrom in Seattle and I went running through the airport crying. because She had a 103 temperature and everybody was freaked out. So I like, you mm. know, pretty much talked my way onto a plane and you know, all those things are so hard. I I called myself half-ass for so long because it was like I couldn't do anything full-ass. It was always half-ass, you know, (laughs) and then you get to the office and you're trying to be, you know, uh, a leader and an advocate for your profession and all these things and you're a mom, you know, and so I have a funny one where it was Mother's Day and Bianca was in preschool and they said, oh, we're having a Mother's Day, you know, brunch. And so uh, here I was, I thought it was like mother of the year because I got part of the day off to come and go there. And all the other moms showed up with a picnic basket and all this food and I had nothing. And this one mom looked and she goes, we're going to share. You're going to sit with me and and we're going to share the lunch because I was like in tears because here I am, like I'm trying everything to make it work, to be this mom, to work and do all these things. And uh, this mom shared with me and it was funny because the lunch was like peanut butter and jelly and Bianca's like a 50 year old foodie. And she sits there and she's like, mom, I've never, you know, she's thinking it's going to be like quinoa and salmon, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and, and this beautiful mom made me feel like here I am bawling, and Bianca's like, Oh, this is different, you know? And, but it was just like, you have those moments. So I try to like share those things because either side could feel isolated. The mom who doesn't have this job can make it, it everything can look so glamorous. So like, you know, when I'm in Paris Fashion Week, I'm like, oh, here, I'm a donkey. I'm carrying, you know this, you're carrying patterns, you're doing yep. this, you're, yep. half the time your samples never show up and you're, you know, up 24 hours at FedEx, screaming in a different language, trying to get your stuff <laughs> and, and you're, you know, you're missing your kid's first swim lesson or whatever it is. So there's both sides to a coin. And I always try to tell both sides. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of people don't. Yeah. And I never want either person to feel not validated. And it's work on both sides. It took a lot to have that job. But it takes a lot to be a mom, you know? And it it you have to kind of see. And some people are made to do one or the other. And some people can handle doing both, you know? Yeah. But this whole, you know, shaming of the other, to me, just doesn't work. You know, right. it's really about finding what really works for you. And I think that took me until later on in my life to like still try to find out what actually works for me and not what makes, you know, me look like the perfect daughter or wife or mom or, you know, there's so many, so many struggles, you know, as, as a woman or a man, but I think as a woman, a driven woman, it's hard because, you find yourself competing with the other husbands to have this career and then also trying to be this mom, you know, so mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like, I'm just trying to give my daughter the tools that are missing out of my toolbox, <laughs> but I'm sure I'm stripping some of the ones that she should have too. <laughs> Absolutely not. You're such a great mother. It's incredible. <laughs> when you think about being and raising her, what's
0: your, what's your why?
1: I think for me, it's been the most, beautiful, growing moment of my life. Yeah. Um, And I say that like, you know, I, I'm, I am a doer. I've been stubborn. I've done all, you know, I fit all those titles, but I wanted to really raise my daughter as her true self. Mm -hmm. And I've had moments. I've had moments that have really um, broke me, you know, um, we were in New York when she was really young and we were going, we were getting ready to go to a show and she wanted her hair, like she used to love these like little Princess Leia buns. And, and I've always been really like simple, you know, um, slick and like kind of, and there was a couple other little girls with us and their hair was all long and they're wearing them down. And I looked at her and I was like, can't you just wear your hair down like everyone else? And just tears quietly ran down her face. And she said, mom, I don't want to be like everyone else. Oh do you goodness. do you not think I'm beautiful? And I oh my god, I'm gonna start crying right now. Oh my and gosh. at that moment, that was me trying to fit in. That was the broken little girl and me trying to fit in. And here's my, you know, six-year-old daughter. And we're at like this public, you know, hair salon, and I'm like. I just fell to the ground I'm like oh my god so th- I've had those moments where I was an asshole you know and just wanting Bianca like I, you are just as beautiful as these girls I want your hair down and I'm like that's me that's my problem not hers
0: wow. and
1: the, the and so I've had these moments with her you know or you know when I, I've had beautiful moments where she's been broken and I, I get to step in and she watches me like just take find the solution. And she's, she put like a superhero cape on me, you know? And so I think it's been really one of the most beautiful experiences of my life. And I'm trying not to like, I want her to still evolve as herself and we are very different. She is, um, very, very like by the rules very like doesn't want, um, attention is very talented she's a singer and i'm like get up there do it and she's like it's okay mom i don't need to do that and so i'm it's just like you know (laughs) but i listen to her and then i she lets me guide her we have this kind of synchronicity yes and my big thing with her is is just what you start you finish and your name is really something you have to like guard and honor
0: Mm -hmm. And,
1: um, I had really, really strict parents and so I wasn't allowed to do anything. And so with her, I've kind of gone the other way and I'm like, okay, my, ever since she was little, I said, okay, well, adult, adult decisions take adult responsibility. So if you are ready to make that adult decision, then you have to be responsible for it. So that's really worked for us. Um, instead of saying like, no, no, no. No, I'm like, okay, so you want to do that? She's like, well, no, I'm not I'm not ready to do that yet. I'm like, okay, cuz with that, you're going to have to be in charge of this. And she's like, "Oh." So, it, it's kind of worked out well. I yes, mean, yes. Absolutely. I, I am always like in the bushes checking out like, like a crazy lady, but <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but she's actually like just a good kid. I I I, I don't have I have little, like, everyday issues, but for the most part, I'm one of the most proud moms you'll ever meet. I probably embarrass her. I probably embarrass her more than she embarrasses me. So, (laughs) and that's kind of my tool. I'm like, okay, like, you don't want, you you disappoint me. I'm just going to show up, you know, to school in, like, in leather hot pants and, you know, (laughs) rev my engine. And she's like, oh, mom, please, no. (laughs) Also, you know, I had parents that were were very, very strict. And I, I'm a doer, so I found a way to do it. But a lot of times when you do that, and listen, they were like, it wasn't like, you know, breaking laws or anything was minor stuff, but, but you, you're this young kid and you're scared when you, when you screw up. And if you can't talk to your parents, you find other people and that not, that might not be the right person to talk to, you know, and, and you, you can have a lot of regrets that way. And I don't want her to be scarred with that. I want to actually guide her more than, than just let her, you know, blow herself up either. You know what I mean? So we we talk about a lot of things and a lot of times it's uncomfortable or. Right. So
0: no one better than your mother.
1: Yeah. And I think that's where the growth is, you know, because sometimes it's not what I want to hear or it's like, wow, I don't want to, how am I going there? You know, and, but it's really honest, and thankfully she's really, really a good kid. Um, so I, I don't have any of like the crazy challenges. But you know, I talk to her a lot of her friends, and I try to be a place where they can confide in and and have Bianca like lead by example. You know, so it's scary out there right now with these for these kids.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Aside from. Yeah your beautiful daughter and, and being an extraordinary mom, uh, what do you feel is your highest accomplishment in your life so far?
1: Um, I think probably, and it's going to sound weird, but I think the last few years of self-awareness, mm-hmm. you know, um, I've had some great work experiences and I've traveled everywhere, but I think really getting, to know myself and wanting to grow is probably the most, the biggest accomplishment, because I think with that, it's going to continue, you know?
0: Of course. Yeah. Once you start to question one thing, you just start peeling back the layers.
1: And then there's (laughs) freedom with that, right? You know, once you grow, then your bullshit meter kind of goes away, you know? Because without like inner happiness, you can't do anything well, you can't work well, you can't mother well, you can't live well, you know, so you have to figure out what your core is. And with that, you can find your purpose, you know.
0: Mm -hmm. And when you started this kind of self awareness journey, uh, is there anything that you've used to kind of guide you along this way? Are there any books or uh, mentors or a little bit of everything?
1: I think it's a little bit of everything. Um, I, I started off with a life coach. Um, I was at a place in my life where I was really, I think, worn out. I'd, I'd worked a ton. I, um, you know, was a mom and trying to balance that. And I have ADHD. I have dyslexia. I'm like, I'm like a bag of mixed <laughs> nuts of everything, right? You know, but everything seems to come back to your nervous system. And I wanted to find a way to, like, just – be able to release and you know i i don't hold a grudge but i'm brazilian italian so I would get really angry you know and i just it's not something you want to carry with you and i think so i had this life coach and i had not had therapists and all that before and you know being the type of person i was i could kind of say what i needed to say to to make the person believe i was doing my work but then i finally found this life coach that was just like there she knew every you know scam i wanted to pull and but didn't make me feel bad about it. And then you got to like know what triggers you and all these things and without sitting in victim, like learning like, okay, this is how I was taught or these are, you know, um, marks from growing up or whatever it is and how do you get past it? And so she kind of taught me some techniques of uh, like, I didn't know how to meditate. I didn't know what energy was or any of that. So um, I did do a program um, that was like a two week program uh, where they pretty much break you down to build you back up. And I did it by choice. And I came out of that learning a lot. I learned a lot about breathing and blocking negative energy and looking inside yourself and understanding your inner child, um, all things I had no idea about before. And some of it can get a little like, you know, kooky and, <laughs> and <laughs> funny, but I think if you just really learn to to breathe which sounds so funny you know or when um, I do this game with Bianca when because she had a lot of anxiety when she was younger and so in the morning on the way to school we used to do uh, three of three so it's the three things that you're good at the three things you want to achieve and the three things you're grateful for and you say those in the morning and you could do it all day long but when you're kind of having that spiral of anxiety I would we would do that on the way to school and it just started her day off with a beautiful, like, how could you not be happy? It's right. And the three things you want to accomplish could be get to school, eat your lunch and say hello to your friend, you know, like you could pick the three things you're going to. So it's all about, and I really have learned that like it, you know, not saying that, you know, having a bad day or depression isn't real because it really is. But a lot of it's mindset you know, and if you learn, you learn things that when you're getting triggered, so when I get angry or triggered to be angered, I would ask myself, now I can take a breath and say, okay, well, why, why are you mad? Is it because it's something you do and you know that it's coming from a bad place or, you know, if somebody didn't invite you, well, you ask yourself like, well, did you really want to go? Are you making more of an issue because you feel left out or because you're really hurt? You know, and you ask yourself those important questions and you can break it down. But most of the time end up going, oh, okay, I'm just kind of being a dick, you know, and, or I have real value in what I'm feeling and then you, you can dissect it more. But those are little steps that got me away from oh, I hate that person or oh, I'm mad or I'm left out or any of that. It gets you away from that mindset, you know, and, it, and that it's in everything. It's in work, you know, call yourself. It's about calling yourself out. Yeah, and and owning it, and um, I think that's probably been my biggest growth pattern, you know, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it makes you think, and instead of reacting like and just reacting and being gnarly in your reaction, you can kind of, and then even if if you are in the in the right for it, it'll actually calm you down, and maybe it's not as big of a deal as you thought it was in the beginning, you know? Right.
0: Right. Simpling it down to the breath. I love it.
1: Yeah. 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 And, and actually in the last couple of weeks, I've been thinking there's another program of North that I might want to do um, to kind of center myself again, because I feel very clear, probably the clearest I felt in a long time mm-hmm. last year, last year really kind of broke me, but there's a program called the Hoffman Institute and um, I think I want to look into going, and it's more for figuring out my second part of career life. Yeah. I I have ideas, but I have fears, so I I think it'll break some of those down and remind me of
0: other things, you know? Absolutely. I know it feels... um, Quite crazy that you turned 50 this year. Happy <laughs> birthday, by the way.
1: Well, oh, thank you. And thank you for making it so special. Oh my gosh, so
0: easy to do. It's easy to celebrate you. Oh, um, hmm. And so you turned 50 this year. We had just gone through the pandemic. You're going through all these shifts in your soul and your, your, your self-awareness. And now it's part two. Do you have any idea what's next for you?
1: Well, what's really in my soul is to find a way to mentor and help women and girls I have thoughts of writing a book sharing my story it's not like I think I have this like celebrity story that's so different but it's just that if you have a personality like mine or if you identify with me if I could give somebody the inkling or or the tools that I didn't have I would love that yeah you know and kind of putting it together with what I have done. I do have current clients that I still advise. I'm still a partner with Gloss, which is a luxury hair care line. And I do help with my family business. And that's part of my work, you know? I really suffered during the pandemic because I thought I didn't have an identity because I left my um, last career position two months before the pandemic started. And I was actually really exhausted and wiped at that point. And it was a way for the universe to make me focus on my daughter again, which was perfect timing. But I really struggled probably until a few months ago with my purpose and not having a title, which sounds really lame, but it was very vulnerable because that was my cape, you know, and it might've been anything to anyone, but for me, at least I had a purpose and I had my own agenda and my own money and all my own stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't, you're not as vulnerable when you're that, when you're that way, you know? So it was funny. So my last, the last position I held, I, I was probably ready to exit six months before I left. And I looked at my daughter and one day and I was like, you know, B, I think I'm going to quit. And she said, Oh no, mom, you taught me. You don't quit until you're finished. And I was like, Oh, I don't know. My, my mom is an architect. I was raised around strong woman, you know, and yes. it's difficult, but at the same time, you have a lot of pride and all the accolades that you build. But I think that's also part of that persona you need to shed, you know, right. I, it just adds more stress. I don't know. So I think it's about really finding what makes you happy.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's part two is finding what makes you happy and mentoring and sharing your wisdom.
1: Yeah. I and mean, I'll probably end up some back somehow back in the donkey garment game, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> the donkey garment game, <laughs> it's addictive. I mean, there's, there's nothing better than like creating yes. something beautiful and being around it and being around other women like yourself, that it's inspiring, you know, and Absolutely. it's like, you're, it's like a puzzle, right? You know, I mean, you're running, look at you, you're running your, own company you're I'm sure you're doing every aspect of it from design to shipping to like there's points that you're doing it all and it's like it's invigorating and it's exhausting but it's you you know and I think that's the draw that's the the crack that we all kind of take because if you're in this game you're special (laughs) because it's not it's not what everybody thinks right
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Ten years
1: uh has (laughs) I've worn every hat of the business and and Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Your house becomes your business. You're you know, like you live and breathe and drive and do it, you know. But but there's something beautiful in that too, you know? Absolutely. There really is. So I was just on a call
0: with um one of my professors from college in her class, she was having a summer fashion class and i learn just as much as the girls learn when i speak with them but i was telling them about how i got into swimwear and they asked me why swimsuits and i'm so interested in the psychology of women and a swimsuit really evokes a quite a psych- like a psychological reaction from every woman when you put on a suit how do you right. feel in it and is it the right suit and if it's not you feel you feel that tenfold and if it is you know, you feel that tenfold, but there's so much, uh, power in what we wear and how we wear it and why we wear it.
1: Um, so I think and that's it's, so cool. It's so funny because, you know, like I said, my mom was from Brazil, right? So I grew up with these little bikinis. Right? Yes. <laughs> I'm 50, I'm 50 and I still wear a little bikini. And when my daughter, I'm like the opposite of every other mom, like, make it the bikini, make it smaller, you know? And, but it's like, for me, it's, it's such a beautiful piece of of clothing. It tells so much of a story. Yeah. You know, here, my mom's 80 years old and she's like, oh, here in America, everybody wears a diaper, you know? And it's like, and it's not, it's not a crude thing. It's just really, cause it's so, she says the bottoms are so big here, you know? Like yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Cause it's about like the femininity, right? And, and of course there's a line you cross where it can look really tacky, but it's, if a bikini or a bathing suit can just bring out so much beautiful femininity and it's probably my favorite garment in my closet is is a bathing suit. So when when you, you reach out to me, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is probably out of everything I do, like it's just because it's part of my soul. It's you know having a Brazilian mom, yes, and, yes, and and I look at it so differently, you know. Or some people are like, oh, we're exploiting these girls' bodies, and I'm like, no, the, the bikini isn't doing that. It's how the girl carries herself. That's, right. That's the difference right, because. Right the most the tiniest or the biggest bikini it's literally how you carry yourself in it and there is something so beautiful like you know and before we took those pictures of for my 50th birthday and here I am I've worn a bikini my whole life I was I told you at the time I was like so not myself and so you know scared of even putting a suit on and like oh god if I had two months more to work out it would be you know but then I got the pictures back and it was like I felt so beautiful. And then after I posted them, I was even scared to post them because I'm like, oh, gosh, you know, am I looking for a lot of attention? I still struggle with that, which is funny because it's so not me. You know, I I wear a bikini everywhere, you know. But then um, I had recently a woman come up to me and she's like, I didn't know you were 50. I'm 50. And thank you for posting that on your 50th birthday and talking about, you know, all the feelings and the struggles because it's true. And I'm like, wow, like it does make a difference when you talk like that. People do – it resonates with them, you know. Cause of course, I never want to post something and be like, uh, like, oh, I'm looking for comments, you know, because it's not. It's about putting the vulnerability out there and letting people feel the connection and see their own beauty. Because if they can say it about me, then they should feel it about themselves, you know.
0: Absolutely, I noticed that on the beaches of Brazil that women really had so much more confidence than we do here in America.
1: Well, it's really, it's, it's from 2 years old to 8 years old and it's about because it's about like celebrating femininity right it's not about exploiting it i think right. the ex- the exploitation of it comes from how you carry yourself or how or the lack of confidence in yourself right and and again that's back to why the most important tool i want to teach my daughter and anybody else is you know and because you you think of someone who has no self-worth as this pathetic person that you know and they're not And nobody you know and it's it could be it's your sister it's your best friend it's the most beautiful girl in that walks in the room she's lacking right. worth in some area you know right. right and for the most part the people who are lacking the worth are not going to talk about it because they don't even have the confidence to talk about it you know right. so it's about giving them that inner, I always say there's a thin line between confidence and ego. You know, I don't love someone who walks around with ego, but I, I do love someone who walks around with confidence. Yes.
0: Amen. That's beautiful.
1: You know, and so teach our girls that. Because like, I hate to think that every time you have a strong woman, they, they tag you as a bitch or a snake or whatever. And it's no, just being able to say, no, I want more for me. I don't mind what you have. You know, I want more for me. Right. And not feeling bad about that. Absolutely. That's amazing. You know, so that's two cents by Ursula. <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> Worth way more than two cents, but I appreciate you taking the time today to share it with us.
1: <laughs> oh, no, I adore you. I love your product. And I love that you're doing this. It's awesome.
0: I know you have one uh, beach candy swimsuit. How does it make you feel when you wear that?
1: Well, I actually have, I've worn it a couple of times. I love it. It's red, which is a color that mm-hmm. I love. And it's that deep blue red and it's got the shiny crystals on it. It's fun. It's such a fun suit. I love it. I it's love so it. It's so
0: beautiful. It's, it's our, one of our most special suits. It's our VIP suit and it's, it's made for women like you. Oh,
1: and it's a little, little bikini.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It is not a full coverage. And I didn't know you had a Brazilian mother. So that's very fitting. <laughs>
1: It was. It's like in my soul. I know. It's funny. I'm watching my daughter turn that way because she first started off in these like bigger bottoms. I'm like, no, no, no. Let's get a little smaller. <laughs> it's like the opposite of the moms on the beach here, right? Oh, I'm absolutely. Like, oh.
0: I had to I fight uh, tooth and nail for a string bikini at kids RS back in the day.
1: <laughs> oh God. See, I my parents were didn't let me do anything, but I could wear it. They didn't say anything. I could wear a little bikini or. Hot pants, it was not a problem. There's oh, just that's different great. Yeah, but I, I mean I just couldn't get out of the house, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Three brothers and strict parents. It's like I was the one girl and like just hammered down, you know? Oh my gosh, you can wear whatever you want, but don't leave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's
0: so funny I know Oh, I love it I love it well thank you so much Ursula for sharing yourself with us today you're you're such an iconic display of femininity and Ah. I'm so proud to have you on our podcast
1: well you have me on your podcast and you have me in your life forever so thank you (laughs) thank you so
0: much (laughs) Ursula Thank you so much for joining us and listening to the real women shine podcast cheers to 10 years of beach candy swimwear it's such an honor that we get to be a part of your day and we hope to continue to inspire women worldwide make sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts and while you're there it would mean so much to us for you to rate and review us to catch all the latest from beach candy swimwear you can follow us on our social media platforms at beach candy swimwear and we want to hear from you so let us know your thoughts by sending a dm to @beachcandyswimwear on instagram or emailing us at info@beachcandyswimwear.com at shine on until next time babes every woman has a story to tell after 10 years in our fitting rooms with women from all walks of life at beach candy swimwear we believe this to be true And we love nothing more than real conversations, real women, and real shine. And that's precisely why we started the Real Women Shine podcast. So if you or someone that you know leads an extraordinary life, has an inspiring story to tell, or owns an incredible business, we want to know about it. Please nominate them in the comments below, and we cannot wait to share your shine with the world.